Hello there, and welcome to episode 17 of the Average Pundits podcast, your home for all things Premier League. Now, we have a very interesting topic today on marketable footballers, but before now, let's introduce everyone. I'm Reese, and uh, as always, I'm joined by the Brodelicious Joseph Brody. Oh, well, you, you dropped the name. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, I might just start easing in all of your nicknames soon. All of them. <laughs> the, street, the street nicknames. <laughs> what they know is you in the hood. In the hood. In the hood. Yeah. Gone wrong. Clickbait. How, how, how you doing, mate? Good, good. Right, so, it's been an interesting week of football. There's been there's a lot to do. Yeah. Uh, well, there was a lot going on uh, ever since Wednesday, predicting uh, with all the games. So, shall we uh, get crack-a-lacking with the... Let's get cracking with the knacking. Yeah, let's go for it, mate. Right then, so the first game, one that you got spot on, uh, yeah. predicted completely correctly, um, was uh, was West Ham Liverpool uh, 2-0 to, to the Redmen. Yeah, n- nothing, again, nothing too exciting here. Liverpool just came in, did their job, um, yeah. off they went. Yeah, I mean, now uh, with a, pr- a score that's going to come up later on, uh, Liverpool move up 22 points. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, at the done. top of the table. Yeah. It's, 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 it's been done for a long time, and now it's done, done. We have to lose seven games now. To, to, to bottle it. To bottle it. And, and then that would still require Man City and, or Leicester or whoever like, winning all their games. When exactly. And yeah. that, that I don't see that happening, to be no, honest. I no. think Man City are going to slip up again. So Liverpool have got this in the bag. And I can finally say I've seen my team uh, win the Premier League. Yeah. Uh, the next game, uh, I believe, is the two all with uh, Leicester and Chelsea. That was that was a a, a good good game. It's a we- weird for Chelsea. Two goals Very from bad. Rudiger. I know it was on his hundredth. Was it his hundredth hundredth appearance? Was it? Was, has he already had a hundred appearances? I Chelsea? think it was either a hundred. It was a, it was a landmark appearance That's for mad. Rudiger because okay. I saw it on Twitter and it was like, oh, on his something appearance, yeah. it was he scored two. He scored a double. Oh, okay. Uh, That's so, nice. Rudiger scoring a double, and uh, it, se- it seemed like the defenders liked to get in on the action because Ben Chilwell scored one for uh, for Leicester, and then uh, Harvey Barnes. Who, yeah, well, he isn't a defender, but uh, Rudiger. I mean, he had a good game offensively, but obviously yeah. you get you know you can see two goals, and you don't necessarily have the best game defensively. I mean, uh, in terms, it was it was pretty much fifty fifty really for that possession. It was kind of like back and forth most of the game, but I mean, yeah. all, all all in all, I feel like. Maybe Leicester may have had a slight edge. I, 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 I think I might have predicted Leicester to win that. Or, or, or I'm not. I'm not too sure what I said. But I think I might have even said a draw. I think I've. Uh, I think I might have said one all. I think I said two two. I think I got that on spot on. Lovely. I, either way, an interesting um, little game. I think. I think an, another draw drawing point from that game was Jamie Vardy. Yeah. His, he picked up a knock, didn't he? That's a bit of a bit of a worry. Yeah. And also, know. I believe like this brings into the question. Um, also, Tammy Abraham in the same game had to come off as well. Yeah, they're expected back within like what eight weeks. England strikers going into the Euros is is quite. We're running scarce. Like we've got four players. Oh, the, the, the top three are now injured. Yeah, the top four. Top four. Who, 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 so we've got, got Harry Kane. We've got Rashford. Uh, Jamie Vardy and oh, Tammy yeah. Abraham. Yeah, I, I don't know, that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, four. all four of them are injured, so maybe it's the time for Danny Ings to step up or something. It's a Glenn Murray masterclass. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> but yeah, oh, I mean, Ings is is the forefront, firing on all cylinders. Honestly, I would not. I, I would probably get slated for saying this, but I wouldn't even be surprised if if, if it's this bad going into the Euros if Greenwood gets called up. Yeah, I mean, it could happen, I, mate. You know, I don't have any quarrels. With, Mason Greenwood, he's fine as a talent. He he hasn't scored against us, so that I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, next game. Yeah, next game. Another draw, but not the most exciting. Newcastle Norwich. Yeah, it's a very scrappy game on on, on both halves. Martin Dubravka also showing his class in this game. He's yeah. he's a quality keeper. He is good. Isn't he's he? going to get snapped up by by some team in the summer. I don't. No I, doubt. I think he'll end up leaving the prem, but I think I again he's he's far. This season, he's been phenomenal. He's yeah. been really good. Uh, I think that the way he's going... I mean, he's 31. Yeah. By the end of the season, I reckon he'll be... What, 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 I, I think he's just turned 31. Yeah. So, he's not going to remain... He's not going to be a top four goalkeeper, let's let's face it. No, no. He's no. too old for that. But he could be a sleeper goalkeeper. Yeah, Pepe Reina peaked like quite quite like later on yeah like he was like what 27 when he was playing for liverpool hey, goal, goal, goalkeepers have a, have a massive longevity yeah. in their career don't they I mean, uh, well, uh, edwin van der sar was like what 
40. Yeah, around fun. that. Brad Friedel. They they all went into their four. So maybe Dubravka still has you know five years left. Tell you what, what about Sheffield Crystal Palace? I was quite surprised by this. I, um, I'm, I, I, again, I'm struggling to remember what I actually predicted for this. I think I may have predicted Crystal Palace to have this, but I mean, I, to be fair, I wouldn't have blamed you because Crystal Palace are on a roll. Yeah, it, um, it, it was that. It was that own goal, wasn't yeah, it? You predicted uh, Crystal Palace to win. Ah, uh, one nil. Uh, Sheffield United actually, I predicted to win two one. But wow, so. Well, I mean, at the moment, again, Sheffield. We've said before that like, what an inclusion this year to the Prem. Yeah. This this game was a, it was a, again a bit of a scrappy game, um, but at the same time, I mean, you know, not not the most thrilling, but still a, a good win for them. It just proves that counter-attacking football is very much the Premier League style and how to win. Like, yeah. Sheffield United had less way less possession and they were able to make it count. They were able to make their shots count. They had thirteen and three on target. Yeah. One of them creeped in, but that was the fault of the goalkeeper Guate Guateara. Guatia, I am not good at pronouncing names. Guatiara. Guatiara. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's. it's the I name of a fruit. It's the name Guaita. of Guatiara is the name of a fruit. Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you uh, believe me? <laughs> uh, West Ham Brighton. Uh, West Ham <laughs> and Brighton. A weird game. <laughs> it was mental to say the least. I wish I'd have watched this live. Yeah. But uh, no. Uh, it's a Diop. Robert Snodgrass uh, getting the brace. Ogbonna, like West Ham scored four of the goals. Yeah. Uh, Ogbonna getting getting an own goal, and uh, Pascal Gross and big England call up Glenn Murray uh, getting on the goal sheet. Yeah, what back, very backwards and forth. West Ham have not had the best time with not conceding too many goals. No, they conceded West, five in yeah. their last games. West West Ham are just it's, it's just they reckon they're going down. Possibly West Ham are. Yeah, they but, could do. They but, have a very strong chance of going down at this point. But David Moyes has picked it out of his out of his rear end before, like with with Sunderland. Yeah. So, I think David Moyes is a manager that just can't get relegated. Like unlike a, unlike a Pardew or a Steve Bruce, they can get relegated. Yeah. Whereas David Moyes, I think he's very much he's that kind of manager, and he's he, he just stay, he's a Premier League manager. He's there to stay. Uh, Bournemouth's two one win against Aston Villa. I don't think I I, I don't think I saw this one coming. Uh, this um, it was it was a weird one. A, t- a ten man Bournemouth. Yeah, Jefferson Lerma getting sent off. He, he it was a double booking, wasn't it? Yeah, that's uh, Sam- that's Samata got on the score sheet though. You yeah, Samata got a uh, um, got on the score sheet. Uh, Jack Grealish actually played very well in this game. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt, if if Villa get relegated, he's leaving. Like there's I, no shadow of a doubt. I, I think he's leaving regardless. I yeah. think he's definitely going somewhere. Th- then again, though, now I. I'm not exactly sure where. I know I know Pep Guardiola came out recently and said Ooh. he thinks Villa have one of the best talents in the really? league. So, John McGinn. Um, <laughs> oh, Jamie McGinn's class as well. But Honestly. But I, I don't see Grealish going to Man City. I mean, no. I don't... Well, well, I mean, It'd be a waste of talent. It'd be a waste of yeah, talent. Yeah, it would be a shame. It would be a shame because he's not going to be playing all the time. I no. mean, how are you going to justify not playing KDB? Exactly. I mean, he does sometimes play on the left wing. But then yeah. you've got Leroy Sane there, unless Leroy Sane Leroy does Sane, ship he's off going. to the Bundesliga. He's going. I I'm, he's I'm convinced he's gone. He's, I think he's going off to Germany because, um, I mean, he's, he's just not Man City's player. No, like, he suits not. the Bundesliga style of play. He suits playing in Germany. I, I, so. I, I think he's phenomenal. I, I think City are cr- crazy to let him go, but at the same time, I, I, I do get it. Yeah. Um, another 10-man win with Everton, 3-2 against yeah. Watford. Everton actually winning a game. And again, two goals from a defender. Yeri yeah. Mina scored Yeri two. Mina. In the in the forty fifth both in the forty fifth. Uh, it was un- unbelievable. What? It was, <laughs> it was such a weird game that was. And then Walcott saving uh uh well, to be fair, they went two nil down. Yeah. And then Come out, Mina, three two. Mina was able to bring it up to two two and then Bea <laughs> Walcott in a dying minute. Imagine being two nil up. And then having the Everton, def- when the Everton defenders scoring two goals in the same minute, well, two, well, two, yeah, two, well, two goals in in, in extra time, yeah, um, of, of, the, of the first half, of the first half, and then at the very dying end of the game, Walcott scores. Well, it was, it was a corner, wasn't it? Uh, Both of them were corners. Yeah. Um, uh, assisted by Gilfie Sigurdsson. I believe it's crazy, isn't it? Like it's phenomenal how like, and then Moyes King getting the assist for Theo Walcott's ninety-four uh, four minutes. I'm not being funny. Just just to, just to highlight. Obviously, Watford again. Obviously, a team very hit and miss, extremely hit. They're miss. in a lot of struggle right now. They are, but I mean, I'm looking at their team, and I quite like that the the, the 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 attack in the midfield. I mean, 
Pereira Decore and Delafeu, Delafeu, whatever his name is. He's someone who could, all of those three could get saved. Chalobah, you know, still, there's potential there with Chalobah. I I think he's kind of found his level, but I feel like, you know, he's, again, a Premier League player. And Kapua as well, obviously a player who's had plenty of experience in the Prem. You know, Troy, like, Troy Deeney, I think he's a bit past it. Ismail Asar, he's looking good. He is a very, very young, promising talent. I think he's a fantastic player, to be honest. Yeah. So, I think he'll get picked up if Watford go down. Same with Isaac Success as well. Yeah. Hiao Pedro. Delafeo is going to be another Jean Shikiri. Someone's going to pick him up for about 15 million. He's been such a journeyman. He's been everywhere. Started about well, not started, but well, he went to Barcelona. He came up through Barcelona, didn't he? Yeah, didn't didn't quite make it in Barcelona, so made the move to the Premier League, and he just hasn't found his feet. No, he's been, it's it's so it's, it's it, weird, isn't it? He needs the players around him. I think he's one of those players that needs the players around him. But uh, Watford's struggle continues, and yeah. until they fo- the players find form, they're not gonna. Yeah, they're not going to make it at all. Uh, Liverpool's 4-0 win against Southampton. Dominance. Again, mo- mo- moving forward. Liverpool's Dominance. second cover game we've, we've covered in this little round-up. But Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, no- nothing really to say. They're, again, just complete decimation. It was a hat-trick of assists for Roberto Firmino as well. Yeah, he had a great game, didn't he? Uh, all goals had assists, uh, which was weird. Like So, Oxlade-Chamberlain, Henderson uh, and Salah, um, you know, all... Assisted by Firmino, yeah, like it was, it was, it was a masterclass by Liverpool. You you can't put anything past it. Um, defensive qualities as well. What can you say about this Liverpool team other than they're just yeah, absolutely class? Great, aren't they? Southampton had way more shots and they couldn't put any in the net. Yeah, head headlines at the moment um, around Liverpool. Van Dijk is getting a bit of speculation. Juventus apparently plotting a one fifty million bid I, I'm not even they're being not funny they're not getting him no no I, I don't think they're going to get him either but I'm not I'm not being funny again if you want to sell him for that I mean I, I I do understand it I mean you've just doubled your profit you've just doubled your profit and you can just I don't know take that money go buy Koulibaly you know what I mean like I'm just I'm not saying it's going to happen yeah. but I mean it's just crazy the kind of money which has been talked about from these Liverpool players if Liverpool sold Mane Salah and Van Dijk just those three. That wouldn't even be what's enough that, to buy Mbappe. 500, 600, <laughs> 600 million for yeah. all three of them. I mean, like three, three, four hundred million. I, I'm not sure, but it's a lot just of money. Crazy. It's a lot of money. It's a lot much. of money. Like especially like what we paid for them as well. Oh yeah, and uh, and you know, I've slap Allison in there as well as in the kind of form he's in. Allison, a hundred million goalkeeper. S- slap, slap, well, yeah. slap Trent in there. Trent, I mean, you're looking at 50, a, a priceless 60. player right now. Uh, Andrew Robertson probably yeah. around the same. Uh, Fabinho about eighty million, Naby yeah. Keita maybe about forty. It's it's quality crazy, players, it? it's absolute crazy. quality. Uh, speaking of quality players, uh, onto Manchester United's draw against Wolverhampton. Bruno Fernandez's debut. Yep, actually he showed a lot of promising. He did. I mean, I, I, from the last podcast we did, we weren't sure whether it, it, it was pretty much looking like it was done. Mm. And now, obviously, we, we we can confidently say he, he's there. He's he's had his first game. He did grab a booking. He did. He did pick up. He did pick up a yellow. But I mean, the the game itself was was extremely frustrating because the same issues were appear with Manchester United. It's, it's this attacking prowess. Wolverhampton were uh, most of the game they were they were poised like a rec- like a like a cord up spring ready to kind of like be released. Literally, they have all of their players back. Perfect counter attacking football like the Premier League expects. And then the second United step up, bang! They're, they're, they're counter attacking. Yeah. Uh, Adama Traore picked up a knock in this game. He went off the pitch. That was Ugh. somebody who. Um, could have caused a lot more damage if he was yeah. on the pitch for the full game. If he, yeah, Luke Shaw would have got bodied. Absolutely, he was, it, I mean, he was bodied anyway. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a. I mean, it was, it was. I was always going to be a tough game. I mean, a draw against Wolves. I mean, it never sounds the most thrilling, but I mean, nowadays everyone knows really what Wolverhampton are about. I mean, they know the kind of players they've got and the standard they've got. Um, in that game, I mean, it was absolutely crazy. The amount of Portuguese players on that yeah. pitch in that game. Obviously, United started Fernandez and brought on Delo, and then obviously. Pretty much half of Wolverhampton's team is Portuguese. <laughs> but, you know, that's, you know, that's no one's super business. agent. That's no their super business. agent. So, like, it's 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 phenomenal. What oh, I saw I saw a thing at the end of the game. It was because uh, uh, Bruno Fernandes swapped shirts and wore the Wolves shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, after one game, he's <laughs> signed for Wolverhampton Wanderers because he's had enough of Manchester United. 
I mean, it was it was it was frustrating. I mean, I'll, one thing I will I won't dwell, dwell on this for too much longer. But Andres Pereira in that game, in my mm. opinion, was diabolical. He just, Absolutely he's a poor diabolical. He's just I, a poor player. I I could not. I, I again, I, I just I really struggle. I really struggle. Yeah, he was he wasn't he was was not good. Um, Martial was pretty much non-existent in that game he's in a bit of a poor stretch at the moment we all know what he can do it's just 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 consistency everyone just needs to find their form I think you just need that fire lit underneath to get that form obviously Um, we've we've got a break now haven't we we've got we've got a quite 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 a a big break until we get we get some more um, stuff with stuff going on Um, but so it'll be interesting to, to kind of just wait around for a bit yeah um, um, yeah, we have, we have we'll have we'll have a few games to predict, but then it's it's, it's, it's spread out a lot at the moment. Yeah, I mean, back back to Wolves for a sec. Like, Nuno's very tactical when it comes to Adama Traore. Yeah, can I just add, like, with the last couple of games that they play, they play Liverpool, and they specifically like Andrew Robertson's fast, but Trent Trent is not as fast as Alexander Arnold. No, no. Right, Trent's, not me, fa- Trent's not as fast as Robertson. You mean? That's yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry for, for for my stumble. Um, so he he like on purposefully put Adama on the wing with Trent. Yeah. So because he's not as fast. In this game, he put him on the wing with Luke Shaw because he is he's been targeted as not being as fit and fast as he used to be. Yeah. So he's very tactical when it comes to having this fast, bulky machine. It's just a workhorse. Yeah. Nuno has worked, like figured out Adama Traore. I think he's unlocked the key to Adama Traore, and he is without a shadow of a doubt my favourite player to watch in the Premier League. At the moment, your favourite player, would you say? He, he's he's so fun to watch. Like just to get the ball, dribble. He ugh, the the way he just shoves off defenders is is brilliant. Uh, no matter how uh, how, yeah. how how much I play with him on FIFA as well. <laughs> uh, so I guess the next uh, next uh, game we we can talk about uh, Burnley Arsenal fairly straightforward yeah. Burnley I, I, play I'll, their game I watched I watched this whole game and and my God Burnley they should have they should have slapped them I mean the the stats don't do it justice two shots on target but fifteen shots in the game Arsenal had thirteen I don't know I don't I don't really remember seeing Arsenal honestly Burnley were far better. They 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 had, they had le- the the less amount of possession as well, but honestly, Burnley were far better than mm. Arsenal in that game. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe that they didn't pick up a, pick up a goal. But um, poor from Arsenal once again. Poor, really poor. I, I think Sean Dyche is the first like what the first manager to take points off Arsenal for Burnley since what was it two thousand five? What a weird start, really. Yeah. In in their head-to-heads, Arsenal have ten wins, and before like because obviously this is their twelfth played. They yeah. played eleven before. Only a previous manager had taken points off Arsenal yeah. in in Burnley's tenure in the Premier League. It's I think Arsenal are really they're gonna have a really testing summer transfer window at the end of this season. Oh my god, they need a centre back. They really I, do. I, I think they're gonna they they've got situations they have to sort out as well though. I mean they've got Ozil. Apparently, was granted a move on deadline day, but oh. it, did, it didn't happen. Was it? Was there any information of what? Where no, to? there was no club apparently like like disclosed. But apparently, he requested a move, and Arsenal said yes. And there was an interested party, and but it it, it fell through. I reckon it was China. It was probably China, wasn't it? But I mean, Ozil is wanting out, and he should be leaving now. Shaka, I think Shaka yeah. needs to leave. They they just need to offload a load yeah. of players. They a- need a- to. wants out. Summer clearing. I think summer clearing. But that, I mean, again, I mean, the, 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 looking at that starting eleven there, three of the those three players I mentioned all started in that game, mm-hmm. and then it's ju- it's just looking a bit dire. I mean, I, there, there were rumours that Sabios wanted to cut his loan short. I mean, they they re- they had to recall Eddie uh, Nketiah. Yes. It's it's it's, it's a they bit of in Cedric uh, Cedric from. Um, yeah, was Southampton was it? I'm not necessarily too mad about that. I it's, thought, it's, it's a it's a loan, but I mean, I know, spoke with an Arsenal fan outside of uh, maybe a potential guest on the podcast. Yeah, um, 
I, I spoke to him about it, and he was like, you know, you know, Cedric is is, is okay. Yeah, yeah, he's a good signing. It's it's a defensive bolster because yeah, that's what they need. They need defensive reinforcements, and that's what they don't have. It's just it, it's all players. It's like yeah, I get it, but it's like you're not spending that money, are you? No, they need to spend money. They need to have a summer clearing. David Luiz needs to go. Mustafi needs to go. Socrates needs to go, and then they need to replace that with quality. Ozil, Sabios, uh and Xhaka need to go and replace them with quality. And, and Aubameyang. Aubameyang, obviously a player that you want to keep, but if he doesn't want to be there, get him gone. He's not. Yeah, he's not going to perform if he's not if he doesn't want to be there. No. So get him gone. Martinelli and Lacazette and Pepe are more than fine on in this Arsenal team. Martinelli is the future of this Arsenal team. He's he's great. He's a great player. On to the, the, the final game and the best game of the, the weekend. Oh, come on, you Spurs. Tottenham's 2-0 win against Man City. Oh. And not just a, not just a, a, a great game for, for, for the scoreline, but it was so entertaining. Yes. It genuinely was. It was. I mean, Tottenham only averaging three shots and three on target in this game, two of them being goals. That's, that was phenomenal. Manchester City, I feel like... I cannot believe they didn't score. It was it was incredible. That penalty save from Lloris was fantastic. A great penalty like, save. Like and, but then, but then, and then afterwards there was there was the call straight after. Is that going to be a second penalty? Yeah. But then there was also it didn't get brought up. Was he off his line? But he was miles off his line. Mm-hmm. He was he yeah. was he was but really off his line in my opinion. I mean, I, it was it was crazy. I mean, all in all, Tottenham deserved to win that game. Um, a debut goal from Bergwijn, and then that's another player. Oh, that I'm on the Bergwijn hype train. I really am. Since we've done the uh, the podcast last, Bergwijn has signed for Tottenham, and he scored a phenomenal goal. I mean, I've been on the Bergwijn hype train for a while. Like yeah. he would be go to career mode manager, man, football manager, like right winger. He's got so much promising talent. He's what Pepe should be. Yeah, let's be honest. He's the he's what Pepe should be. He should be scoring goals. He should be assisting players. Um, he, he's just he's a, he's a remarkable talent, and yeah, a, was, a Tottenham for unbirthing him to the Premier League is great for that. I feel like um, yeah, Son Son got the second goal. I didn't think Son had, had a particularly great game. Yeah, he was but, quite missing for a lot of it, but then again, he pulled a goal from from somewhere. And yeah, he, he can he, Son is so deadly because he can shoot with either foot. Yeah, that's that's what I think. With, extremely with extremely valuable player to have at your club. Yeah. Um, something we will talk about a bit, a little bit um, more on a bit later. And um, the last thing to mention in this game, obviously, um, Man again a ten man Man City. Zinchenko goes off to second yellow. Yes. How did Sterling stay on the pitch? Oh my god, that tackle! Oh, Jesus. oh, it was awful, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I don't like. Not not only that, but then then afterwards, obviously the dive. Yeah, because he got booked. He got booked in the twelfth minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, Raheem Sterling staying on the pitch in that game I thought was absolutely crazy I mean you, you definitely don't like to see it at all like the referees nah. like that is where VAR should step in like I know I said like VAR should be should be less but yeah. if it's something like that that the referees are missing then they should be it, shown it it, it took ages to give the it took about five minutes to give, for them to give the penalty do you know what I I, I think right this, this I should have said this I thought of this straight after the podcast last week right yeah. the referees should have a phone in a pocket so they can whip it out look at the VAR on yeah. their phone live reaction so they can decide with them have a headset and be like yes no, that is my call that would um, be fantastic all, all, all in all, in that game, um, yeah, it, it, City just struggling to find it. I thought, I thought a lot of City's play was 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 well. I mean, I it, it was it was well played played game of football, but I just they just couldn't do it that game. Just couldn't do it. I mean, to, to, I don't think necessarily Tottenham were world class in in defending. I don't think they were necessarily world class in getting the ball moved around. It was it was just it was I mean, just a good win for them. That Tang Tanganga was uh, played. Play pretty well. Yeah, I mean, he, he's starting to look quite good. I mean, obviously yeah. they're they're playing him out at fullback right now. I I I, I thought he was a he was a um, a centre back, but they're playing him out at fullback at the moment. Um, but I was I found it weird that Tottenham didn't have a a, a left back possibly coming in January, considering yeah. they let Rose go out on loan. I and know. Davis is is injured, isn't he? Uh, Ben Davis, yeah, I, I believe. And, is, and Carl is... Walker Peters went out on loan to Southampton. Yeah. So that, I, thought, I thought it was. Crazy. Spurs have made some some weird moves, but uh, I mean, <laughs> they just beat the defending champions. They did. So we can't actually put them at fault. No, I can't. They are. It. I mean, whether I mean the, the debate is was that a Jose Mourinho masterclass or was that a 
a lucky random scrape because Man City couldn't capitalise. This is third season syndrome for Manchester City. Yeah, Pep Guardiola. That um, is all I'm saying. At the, at the end of the pre- uh, the post match press conference, uh, uh, journalist asked Pep, "Is that it now?" Yeah. And he said he pretty he nodded, and then he, he eventually <laughs> said, "Yeah, they're unstoppable. Liverpool have got this one." So. Um, yep. Admitting that now, I mean it's it's pretty obvious it is happening, but it, it's 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 really interesting. I think I feel like obviously this season's pretty much wrapped up. I mean it, it's now to see who's making Champions League spots and stuff like that. Yep. But I'm really interested for this summer because there is going to be so much going on. Will Liverpool be able to keep this up? Because right so right true. now, right now, best best club in Europe. Yeah, I. I don't like to make comments about it because I don't want to come across as that deluded Liverpool fan. No, no, no. I, I feel like it's, it's not like it's one thing discussing it openly. I feel like it's another thing like going absolutely crazy with it. But I feel like, yeah. but right now, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's undoubtable, surely. Yeah, I mean, Champions we, League winners, top, si- top of the prem. Since 2011, we ate doo doo for so long. Yeah. We ate so much rubbish for yeah. so long, and to finally come into our own in about what 2014. And then to build on that team that Brendan Rodgers built, and bring, Jurgen Klopp's basically just built this club from the ground up, and we are now a European powerhouse. Yeah, you like, are unstoppable. We are unstoppable. We could go, we we could definitely go un- in- invincible. We could if we kept this up. However, it's it's we could or we do it, and I think. Uh, the time you, will tell. You've lost the game, haven't you? But no. outside the pre- no, outside the Premier, outside haven't you? the Premier League, um, have we? Yeah, I, I feel like you've lost in the. Mm, well, I don't think we lost in the Champions League. I have on. not. I, I have no idea. Obviously, pre- the, the, obviously, the, is the, pre- the Premier League focus? But I'm, I'm, I'm certain you've lost outside of the Prem. I mean, obviously, going undefeated in the Premier is already an absolute marvel in its own right. But, I mean. It, it, it's 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 one of those things. The, the, the Invincibles title again. It's 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 an amazing feat. I mean, obviously there's been a couple of draws here and there. United obviously taking points off Liverpool. United have still got to to, to play Liverpool again coming up, which I'm really not looking forward to at yeah. all. Um, but yeah, right now, it's 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 everything is kind of just looking up for them. I mean, we we we've, we've said it so many times on the podcast. Do so. we count the la- do we count the League Cup playing our children against Aston Villa? Yeah. Yeah, okay. We yeah, we lost in the League Cup playing our kids. It's 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 it's. it's I, I mean, again, you know, Klopp made a couple of headlines coming out and dismissing the the domestic cups, didn't he? I mean, if he's got a focus, then yeah, I, yeah. I think let him have his focus. Yeah, yeah. If he if he's yeah if he's got a focus, I feel I feel like it's 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 maybe detrimental to to, to criticize it, but I, I feel like, yeah if he's got his focus, then he's got his focus, hasn't mm-hmm. he? Um, uh-huh. and, but, but anyway, moving on. Those are your uh, those are your Premier League uh, Premier League breakdown. Uh, yeah, we shall. Uh, predict the next ones yeah at the end of this episode so uh, make sure to keep up with our social medias on instagram at average pundits on twitter at pundits average and our email the average pundits at outlook.com so shall we hit that favorite segment yeah let's do it mate choo choo it's the high train Oh dear. Yeah, I know. But there we go. Take it, train there. Take it too far. <laughs> Joe, you mentioned before the podcast that you had a few. Yeah, I had a, a direct message, um, a nice little submission. Uh, thank you very much. It was Mr. Stephen Bergwine. Um, obviously, I feel this one. This this one's you, you've got to base a lot of this off off from what you've seen outside of the Premier League, which is is is, is a bit more tough. But obviously, he's had one game in the Prem. In that in that game, I, I I won't lie. I don't think I he wasn't a standout for me. Obviously, the goal was, was brilliant. Yeah. Um, in the sense of, of of debuts over the weekend, you had Bergwijn and you had you had Fernandez. Bergwijn scoring a goal in absolutely phenomenal fashion, a great, yeah. well taken, great strike, and Bruno Fernandez putting in the kind of midfield performance which you you would expect him to put in. He, he was kind of pulling... Him and Fred in that game for United were both shifting the gears mm-hmm. and it was a good free kick chance and it was, it was a couple more shots and everything. But out of those two most hyped debuts from the weekend, you'd probably put Bergwijn just ahead because of that goal. I mean, obviously, debut goal, you, you, yeah. you, you're going you're gonna to put it ahead. Um, as a winger, he's a speedster. He, he can obviously get a goal in him. He had loads of assists for PSV. Um, yeah, he's he, he was phenomenal on the wing. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking he could be a really good player for them. He could be a really good player. I mean, he, he normally gets deployed on the right, doesn't he? Yep. 
Um, obviously, you've got you've got Lucas Moura, who it, it, he's Lucas Moura is a right winger. He's not a centre forward. Yeah, he's a centre forward. No, he's not. I play him centre forward. No, we're not talking about that. <laughs> he's a winger. He's a winger who's getting deployed in in an interesting formation, and yeah, it's it, it's had its it's had its moments, but <laughs> he's. For me, he's still a winger, so I feel like this is going to be interesting because it's going to be competition for Mora. Because when Kane's fit and flying, obviously Kane's always going to be up front. Yeah, I think Son's more of a striker than Mora. I guess I think I think the way that Tottenham will play while Harry Kane is injured is that Son will be uh, the central forward, obviously. Then you got Bergwijn on the right, and then Lucas on the left. Nah, I, I see. I, I I'm still thinking that they'll end up with Lucas up front and, and Son on the left. Well, that's that's how they should play, anyways. Because Son can come in and shoot from either foot. Lucas isn't as good with his left foot than he's his right foot. I th- I, Bergwijn I, I, is, I believe, left footed. I think. I think he is. So he can come in off the right and shoot with his left. I mean, it, it, all all in all, I mean, he's exactly the kind of player which people get excited about seeing yeah. in the Premier League. Exactly the kind of player. He's, he's fantastic. So. Uh, for those that haven't listened to a hype train uh, segment before, uh, the categories are well, simple. We put a player, we get a player submission, we put them in a category that we think that they are at the moment, and maybe down the line we'll have a whole episode dedicated to rejigging the hype train at the end of the season. So, the categories are, the first carry, uh, carriage is poor, then we have average, prospect, star player, and then world class. Now... Where do we think we're going to put Sergi? Uh, St- St- is it Sergi or St- Steven? Steven, isn't it? Is it Steven? Steven I've, I've been going through his career thinking it's Sergi. Who's Sergi? Who's Sergi? Serge Aurier? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I get, I, I, get, I get names mixed up so badly. But, but where to place him right now is really, really, really rough. They've got a very full prospect uh, carriage. Yeah, he's not a prospect. He's, he's 25, isn't he? Is he? 25, 26? I, th- I thought he was... He, I, don't, I don't think he's the youngest player, so I don't think... I thought he was like 23. Either way, that's to me, that's still out of the, the realms of a young player. Yeah, okay. I think maybe we go star at this point. Because he was okay, fantastic okay. for PS, uh, PSV. Alright, he's, he's, tw- he's, okay, he's 22. He's oh, 22 okay. years old. That's, I, I, I think not, most of the time prospect is up to 21, because that's, you know, mm-hmm. kind of where they yeah. normally go in my opinion he was definitely a star player at PSV he was definitely, yeah. he was definitely a and he's come in on his first goal and scored uh, on his first game and scored a goal like I don't but, know where we like, it's so hard to have him on the fir- after his first yeah. game so Kane, but as a star player for Tottenham I mean it, it, I don't see anyone else shifting goals other than Son right at the moment you think Son's the well yeah with Kane Son, injured uh, with Kane injured Son is the star of that team Behind him is 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 big Bergwijn. Because Deli Ali isn't Deli Ali isn't anywhere near. Lucas Moura is not anywhere near. I don't I don't know who else would be behind him. Christian Eriksen's gone. Um, who else have they got? Is he is he the ace in the hole? Is he the surprise? I think he is. On? I think he is. So I think we might put him in star for now, and then obviously later on we can rejig. You know you know what no, you've convinced on, me. You've convinced me. Depend on how his season's gone, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, uh, you've, so. you've, you've you've convinced me. I mean, it's rough to put him in, in in average. Obviously, these categories we've got right now, again, we 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 we, it's tough to put them into these 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 positions. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll pick up another carriage soon. Yeah. So, um, I think I think if the more the more that we have, like, it starts with them. But we can we can rejig it. We can see yeah. how players have performed uh, at the start uh, from from the start of our hype train to the end of the season and then just rejig it this this guy could be a world class player by the yeah, time he could be. or he could just be a bang average he could that this, this could be the only goal he scores we'll see where we go exactly so for now Bergwijn is in the uh, in the hype train and he's in the carriage of star player if you do have any suggestions please leave a comment down below or maybe get in contact with us on our social medias or via email and uh, we can get your suggestions in the hype train to be studied so shall we get on to the main topic that i mentioned the at the beginning of the episode which is marketable footballers and footballing business i think this is this is a really interesting topic um i want to just to clarify what what we're talking about here um 
business business and football football being used as a business again is a very controversial topic nowadays but there are there are some players around europe who have such a a big kind of presence such a big kind of uh, a, a feel around the fan base around 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 their own clubs that they've kind of created an own kind of self entity obviously we are a premier league based podcast so we're going to be focusing in depth on some of the talents we have in the premier league um, but there are a couple of points of references outside that league that we can compare them to um i don't if you, if you don't mind resort to kick it off i don't think there's any other place we can start other than cr7 absolutely i mean cr7 i mean obviously we're talking outside the premier league ex premier league player at manchester united but whilst he was at uh real madrid he started to nurture his career in many ways apart from his, his talents on the pitch yep He's a businessman, isn't he? He's he, a, he is. He's a businessman. He's an entrepreneur in his own right. He knows how to brand himself. He has a very big public image. I don't think anyone can 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 fault that. To be honest, yeah. He is one of the most well-known footballers in the world. He's had two statues made of him. Yeah. Like he's Portugal's god at this point. In the Euros, that in the Euros of what was it, 2016? Yeah. He 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 showed that he was captain Portugal. I mean, right right now. Ronaldo, he's he's been part of plenty of, of of marketing campaigns. He's never far off a deal. You know, it, it doesn't take much to to come with the, with the right offer to get to get him promoting your brand. You know, and and this is all the kind of income which he's got coming in off, off the pitch. Aside from that, obviously, CR Seven Clothing as well. He's got he's got his own clothing brand. Um, yes, and again, this is something we're we're going to be talking about as well, and what and, and the value of having him at your club. Instantly, you bring you bring someone like him to your club, your shirt sales go absolutely through the roof. Mm-hmm. The Ronaldo posters, the Ronaldo calendars, the Ronaldo merch, every, all throughout your club shop, it's going to be him. Um, the man's what thirty four, thirty five. Uh, I think he's on, going on that. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 he's, he's in his like early mid 30s yeah he's mid, mid, mid 30s now and, and yet he's still arguably depending on who you are some people some people say he is the best player on the planet I mean it, it, that, that, that's a debate it's, in it's own, very, right? it, yeah it's it's very subjective that is extremely subjective but you, you call him the best goal scorer you call him one of the best players of all time without a doubt but, oh 100% yeah but I mean, I mean apart from how he's marked himself in his own right I mean he's probably the most famous example right now i can say you've got messi as well who messi brings in a lot of revenue through adidas yes um obviously uh, ronaldo brings a lot of stuff through nike but he operates on his own name as well yeah. i mean like when we like I, I certainly when i was growing up i had a pair of messy boots yeah yeah adidas messy boots and you always thought you could curl it into the top corner but it ended up hitting the old lady clearing up the bins <laughs> uh <laughs> but yeah, Messi's without a shadow of a doubt. He is the Argentinian hero. He has been the first Argentinian hero since Diego Maradona. Yeah, and like we have the branding like exposure now that maybe Diego Maradona obviously wouldn't have had. Yeah, I mean he didn't really do much in his own right with his scandals and his crazy antics off the field. Whereas Lionel Messi's quite to himself. He's a very family orientated man, but he also knows how to brand himself, which is a, a very like that's the difference between. The old footballers and the footballers of today with yeah. um, Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. They know how to be professional and they're very business savvy. Cristiano Ronaldo especially, but Lionel Messi's very to himself and he knows how to make... You know, I mean, he's done the stuff with Pepsi and he's done things with many different brands that are very big. Like, yeah. Putting Messi with a brand makes that brand bigger. I mean, it's like Ronaldo. Putting Ronaldo with a brand makes that... Hundred percent. The stocks rise. Um, going abroad, um, obviously in Portugal, a lot of other locations as well. These footballers will obviously you have the deals which you know about, and then you have the deals elsewhere. Being outside of the UK, um, billboards with these people promoting drinks, with them promoting yes. phone companies. You know, it's it's absolutely crazy. I mean, two other players outside the Premier League. Before we go on to our Premier League main examples to discuss, obviously both at the same club currently, Neymar and Mbappe. Yeah, these two, uh, Neymar, twenty-seven years old, Mbappe, twenty-one. I mean, we forget how young Neymar still is. I mean, he's still twenty-seven. You know. Yeah, I mean, Neymar Contra- general, controversial, but a phenomenal player. Um, I believe that currently Neymar's one of the most branded footballers in the world. Hundred percent. He has thirty-five endorsements, which include Nike. Uh, beats by Dre, yeah. Uh, the Qatar National Bank and Red Bull. Crazy. Those are it? those are four, especially the, the Qatar's National Bank. Yeah, that is, um, that is insane. And with, with his Red Bull stuff, he does um, 
he does his um like five aside panna tournaments. Yeah, he does. He? Where you know they get they get all the clubs going in to compete in his um in his little kind of street football league. Um, Mbappe as well. I mean, Mbappe being so young, he's got a huge sponsorship with Nike. I mean, we talk about PSG as well. Like, yeah, they've got the whole deal with with Jordan. Yeah, which as well. again, it was, it was something absolutely. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, that's still with Nike, but like they wear Jordan like all over the top, all over the place. Yeah. Head- so headlines at the moment, it's still a lot of stuff right now. I mean, it, 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 he made contra- controversy the other day, Kylian Mbappe for his um, touchline antics with, yes. with, with, with Tuchel. There was some kind of spat. Um, he just didn't like, want to be taken off. No, exactly. Yeah, and it, it didn't look the best. But the um, the headlines right now are still linking him to Liverpool, aren't they? Yep. What a market play that would be for us. Oh, 100%. I mean, again, oh. shirt sales through the roof. You've got arguably the biggest... one Again, arguably it's subjective, the biggest football name on the planet at the time. It, it depends what oh, you think. Yeah. I mean, right now, the talk of football is Kylian Mbappe. Yeah. You cannot... Like, you don't go anywhere without... At the minute, it's Kylian Mbappe. It'll be your obvious Ronaldo, your Messi, and your Neymar. Yeah. But then, other than that, it's Kylian Mbappe... Um and Erlen Haaland, yeah, yeah, I those are the Haaland two at the minute, and uh, Hal Felix at uh, Atletico, yeah, as well. I mean, it, it, again, there's just there's a, there's a lot of these big names coming. So obviously, what an acquisition for the Premier League that would be. But but, but drifting on to the Premier League, um, we are talking about some of the most marketable players in the league right now. I think there's only one person at the forefront of this. There's only one person in the Premier League right now who has. In my opinion, some of the most kind of marketable qualities. I'm not saying it's it's necessarily the, oh, okay. for, for the best or the, or the worst. Uh, do you yeah. think? Do you, do you think you know I'm on the same page with? Uh, yes, I do. I I thought you were going down another alley, and I was about to rant, but I can say my Man United hated fueled rant for a while because I know you're going to say he's a very <laughs> likable player. Yeah, very likable player. It's Pogba, isn't it? Oh. You're not saying Pogba. Oh, I thought you were going to go down the Asian route, but yeah, I mean Paul Pogba's very, no, no, very marketable. No, nah, Paul, Paul, Paul Pogba is is massively marketable. He's uh, been, yeah, he is. With, but with that's all he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's he, all he is to Manchester United. He's, he's a walking billboard, isn't he? He is. Um, um, but but then then again though, the acquisition of Paul Pogba um, back in what was it? I think it was 2016. Now we got him. We got him back 2016, 2017. Um, you bring him in. Not the the is fabled, isn't it? He leaves the club goes to Juventus, makes a huge name for himself, gets bought back on a massive deal. Everyone's thrilled to see him. He's at the height of his career. Obviously, he comes into a United team, which is just, you know, just subpar. And then you kind of you kind of miss out on, on the amazing football, which Pogba is. I mean, he hasn't played football properly for a long time. He's, yeah. he's been so hit and miss. So um, I definitely think he's, he's on his way out in the summer. But I mean, when he's gone, whoever he signs for or re-signs for, potentially if it's Juventus, it's gonna be a lot of marketing. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot, uh, to say the least. Like when it, when it comes to being Paul Pogba, you are you. It's I I can't see past the smoke and mirrors of just him being a flashy haircut and bringing in shirt sales. He's a quality player, but he's, he's he does bring player. a lot more than that. Like he will sell T-shirts of his haircuts on a on a on a t-shirt yeah and it, it's absolutely crazy i mean it, he, certain players you bring in and their qualities are, are merch it's, it's merch yeah. in their own right isn't it um another i, I feel like at the moment again there, there's two more people which i would say are arguably the most valuable players to have in the premier league pogba i would say is in number three yeah i'd say he's number three the top two in my opinion it's really a matter of debate you've got in my opinion Mohamed salah yes or yeah. min son yeah, I agree with both of those. They are two very... I think they are the two most likeable players in the Premier League. Uh, I'd say Son above Salah. we got Kante up there as well. Kante's likeable. Oh, okay, yeah, but, Kante. But, but Kante, Kante's think, too, he's, you know he's too shy. <laughs> I would put Kante above Salah in that regard. What a, what a likeable players. Yes, <laughs> because I get very frustrated with Salah because he's very selfish. Yeah. To, so... Uh, so Start with human son. He's a fan. he's 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 such a nice man. Yeah. It was uh, obviously I'm, I'm I'm a United fan, but I I, I and I don't I, unfortunately I don't get to, to to many games due to no, uh, yeah. student life <laughs> working. Honestly, student it's, loans it, aren't it, it, it sucks, but you know, as as a student, you do what you can to get ingest as much football yeah. as, as you can. Um, 
but very very fortunately last year I, I managed to get to a to a Champions League game. I, I managed to go watch uh, Tottenham play Dortmund at Wembley. It was, it was a really good game to go see. It was great atmosphere. It was, it was a Tottenham three 0 win. But what I was fascinated about was when I got there was how pushed Sun was yeah. in, 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 in the team. There were there were plenty of tourists there. There were plenty of Asian tourists which have have, have come to go watch a bit of football in yeah. London. You know, you come to London and watch a football game. But you, I went into the club shop with, 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 with the people I was there with and every single shirt is sun. It's sun everywhere. I was thinking, like, where, where's the where's the Harry Wink shirts, you know? Like, come on. like, where's the <laughs> Who cares about Harry Wink? <laughs> where's the Wanyama shirts? But it was it was just sun everywhere. So, I mean... It's, it's, you go into the Tottenham shop, yeah. you see Son, Kane, Deli Alley, and now Bergwijn. That's yeah. all you see. But, that I mean, will be all you see. But honestly, like, it was... There was the amount of... of of, of, of Asian fans there a lot of fans coming out from South Korea it was absolutely phenomenal the support that this man has you bring him to your club obviously he is he owes it to himself he's projected himself to the forefront he's was he the best Asian player on, on, on the planet best best uh, player coming out of Asia you'd, you'd probably say best Asian player or, at the moment or most, the most 100%, prominent 100% like I mean definitely uh, South Korea's best player since Jisung Park He's, 100%. He's, he's miles better than Jason Park ever was. Let's be honest. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm saying that I mean, he, he, fair, gets, he gets yeah. a lot of goals, but I mean, Jason Park. I mean, in words, in ways, a lot of credit. In ways of trophies, Jason Park. You know, he. Oh, he's the, he's the boy. He had a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the boy. He's the boy. He, he had a lot but, of he but, had a lot but, of trophies. But but, but but there you go. South Korea's best player since since him. I mean, and since, since the most marketable. South player Korea's since him. best ever player. I um, would say. And then, aside from obviously, I've I've seen plenty of advertisements on online. There was, there was like Sun promoting ice creams. There was <laughs> Sun promoting. Obviously, he's promoting a lot of stuff at Tottenham and everything. The ice cream advert is really funny. If you haven't seen, it, obviously, I'm not sure the, the name of it. Just type, if you type in Sun ice cream advert, he's doing a little dance. He's loving it. <laughs> he's, he's he's just he's just loving it. He just seems like such a happy guy. I I think he is. <laughs> it was so heartbreaking to see him uh, see that challenge that he did and. Uh, get sent off. He was in tears. He was in bits. Yeah, it was, so it was, it was hard to see. So it was, it was hard to see me. Yeah, it, was, it happens to the best of them. Though, yeah, it, lose it cool. He's a, he's he's a he's a he's a good player. Yeah. Um, and then the other argument on is, is is Salah, in my opinion, for the most most marketable, most beneficial football to have. Pogba, Salah, and and Son. I feel like shirt sales. I think they must yeah. be. It must be mental. I mean, you got Salah who brings the entire country of Egypt. Oh yeah, I, I, I think you, you, Salah's unlocked North Africa. Really, I mean, I've, yeah. I, 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 I've been, um, I've been to Egypt and a, a, a couple of other areas of, of North Africa, and um, I think it might have been Vodafone or or or, or, or some or another big phone brand over there, AT and T or something, yeah. like a big a big phone brand in North Africa. Massive billboards of him on. He, he's just everywhere. He's on the side of drinks. He was on the side of Pepsi. <laughs> he, he's, he's absolutely everywhere. But I mean, it's it, it's absolutely crazy. I mean, I, I feel like it's. The stories behind it, it it's awesome it's it's a player from i mean europe, europe is is probably the, the home of the most prominent football yeah it? Well, it is undoubtedly um south america historically have had lots of amazing footballs come from mm -hmm. there yeah. uh, portugal italy england have had good footballers yeah um you don't really hear too many success stories coming out of you know egypt for example yeah. south yeah. korea or, or or you know what i mean it's 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 these different countries yeah. So it's amazing when someone projects themselves to that level. I mean, and Salah had such a meteoric rise, yeah. And so, so, so is Son. I mean, it's re it is it is really good to see. I mean, you could you could put Mane in that in that bracket as well, bringing the whole country to Senegal. You could do, but I personally again then again feel like part of you need to have it to an. I'm not saying that these players necessarily have it at the forefront, but you have to be a very certain type of player to be like this marketable. Yeah, romantic, don't you? I, I, I do get that. P Pogba. Pogba's, I'll use the word arrogance. I don't mean it in a bad way, but I mean he's very, you know, very forefront. He he wants these deals. Ronaldo, pretty arrogant, wants yeah. these deals. You know, very boisterous, wants to get to the front. Neymar, hundred percent. You know, these kind yeah. of people. And I don't think Salah and Son are in that category. I think they're a lot more humble. Yeah, they hundred percent. They, I would strike them as what I said earlier. With yeah. Messi, he's very to himself. He'll he'll promote what he wants to promote. Um, and and be that hero that his country wants him to be. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, with, um, with being the quality player that he is. I think right now, again, Liverpool have done something very interesting by signing Minamino. He's someone that I wanted to bring up. I, I had it at the, this at the start of the podcast in my head. There's something a point I wanted to bring up. You've just signed an extremely promising young player. Yeah. From Japan. Yes. 
right now, how many Japanese players can you can you name that are at the forefront of world football? Not many. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> my, I mean, my Shinji Kagawa. <laughs> Shinji Kagawa, Kagawa used to be yeah. decent. Ka- Kagawa was, uh, was there. Y- Yoshida obviously used to be a very young, promising player. Now he's just really poor. You, you have historic players like, like Nakamura and, and, and players like this. You know? um, and oh, why can't no, Nagata? Yeah, he yeah. Used to play for Bolton. There, there, there are obviously some big names in the past, but but right now, this Minamino guy, he he's been signed to again, as we mentioned earlier, probably the best club in Europe at the moment. Yeah. Um, he's got amazing players around him to help nurture this potential really good groundbreaking talent. Absolutely. It'll be really interesting to see where this ends up because he 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 could be phenomenal, couldn't he? Yeah, I mean, you, you, like I, I I always talk about Jordan Henderson. Like, obviously, he may may not display his quality on the pitch, but then you've got his quality in being a leader, and to have a manager like Jurgen Klopp and a leader in the in in the dressing room like Jordan Henderson to guide you as you come into this place you've never been before. Like you've got, you come into a team and a country that you don't know at all. Yeah. Like he, he, you know, coming from Japan, well, not coming from Japan, but he, he, you know, being Japanese, not yeah. not really investing in the English culture as of yet. So having those two role models, so to speak, like it, it's quite. It, 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 I think he'll get nurtured very well into the team and be and feel very welcome. That's yeah. I think that's the vibe I get from Jurgen, and 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 he he sort of treats the the players like his kids. And then Jordan Henderson's like the the oldest brother that sort of helps all the all the younger brothers come in. Well, I, I feel like that that Minamino guy, like I said, is has a lot of potential to become a, a very big cash cow for Liverpool. Um, I feel like the another another funny funny uh, one to talk about. I'd say funny. You got Jay Ling's, haven't you? you, got, right, you got, can I can I rant about around. Jesse Lingard for a bit? You you you. I'll give you a little bit of ranting time. Right. So Jesse Lingard is the youngest, oldest person I've ever seen. Uh, he ha- he is a 28 year old with the mind of a 16 year old. Let's be honest. He has started this brand that looks exactly like JD Sports. It was probably sold in JD Sports, and it's now losing money because no one cares about Jesse Lingard. I do think his um, it it, it was a, it's a strange. You know, a marketing thing. But he's 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 got a brand that J Lings. He sells J Lings clothing. He sells that Be Yourself stuff as well. Um, it's, I mean, I'm looking at it. It's, it's not it's not bad clothing. I mean, it's thing fine. Is, it's just, Jesse it's Lingard just... thinks he's the flyest guy in the Premier League. <laughs> he th- he's like, oh, J Lings, yeah. No, no, shut up. Like you are the most clapped player in the Premier League. <laughs> most you, clapped. Player. Your your football talents. You've only just scored your first goal, and it was against a League Two club. Like. Get in the bin. Allison has more assists in the Premier League this season than you. Like, he um, cannot I... run a sales company based on having one goal in the FA Cup. A man who loves Lingard. <laughs> oh, if I, if we had like a, like a, a Room 101 of football, Jesse Lingard goes in there straight away. <laughs> Honestly, I reckon, right? That's, if good, he that's, leaves... that's a good podcast topic. You just you just sit there. Room exactly. One hundred and one with football. Room one hundred and one, right? <laughs> I think you would be very glad if Jesse Lingard left Manchester United. I don't know. I I would say you wouldn't even care if Jesse Lingard left Manchester United because his quality is that bad. You now have Bruno Fernandes and Fred, who's coming into his own. You have two players, and maybe if, if Popper comes back and starts playing well, Popper, Bruno Fernandes, and Fred. You don't need Jesse Lingard anymore. Pogba, Bruno Fernandes, and Fred is with the way that, that those two are playing at the moment, and with Pogba coming back if he's fit. That's that's my dream. Yeah, Reece. that's that's what exactly. I want. Like, <laughs> but Jesse yeah, Lingard. yeah, I one hundred percent agree. Ling- Lingard has no Lingard and Pereira are two players that, that need to move on. Jesse Lingard, right? He is his clothing brand at the minute while he's playing like absolute dog do, right? Mm. Is like Jolien Lescott sending out a picture of his car after a four 0 defeat at Liverpool. Yeah. I remember that. This is just gloating and selling really, really bad cream hoodies for £45 with his stupid logo on it. I'll tell you what, on on the flip side of that, I mean, two players which have... uh, The the last two ones, there's a couple more points points to talk about, but the last... A couple other players with brands. Um, Rio Ferdinand's got five. (laughs) Five, five again, is... I feel like he does a lot of really interesting stuff with five. He puts some good stuff on YouTube. 
um, he's had some like good like interviews and stuff, and and, and with, with his magazine and everything. And he's, he sells a few different pieces of clothing as well. But you've got you've got you've got Ferdinand with five. Um, that's just a, a, a good good thing to point out with footballers with brands. I think he had a deal with Sports Direct with that, didn't he? I think he did, yeah. Um, and then also you've got arguably historically one of the most marketable players of all time, David Beckham. Yes. David Beckham just, I mean, the the, the second he, I mean, he was doing it whilst he was still playing, but this man has clothing he has fragrances this man this I've, man is starting yes. his own football club i've i've had what many christmas presents of yeah. David beckham cologne <laughs> everyone's had the, the david beckham <laughs> like shower gel yeah exactly i've yeah. washed my hair like david beckham does <laughs> with his own products there we go um, i mean again another massive uh like david beckham name. i mean he's been tipped to play bloody james bond that's ridiculous like, he is bond. he is he has had bets placed on him to be james bond now that to me is he hasn't got the accent for he it. Does. He's got too high pitched voice. All right, all right, Q, how are you doing? Yeah, literally. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll, be, I'll be horrendous. Can, can we, after that, right, highlight the smartest man in football? The, can the we, smartest can, man. Can, in can we highlight the co owner, co founder of GF Biochemicals in Italy? Yeah, let's highlight him. Matthew Flamini. Make him known. The smartest man in football today. While he was still playing, he, he went to. AC Milan in 2008 to 2009 uh, in the 2008-2009 season, right? Yeah. We found, we, 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 we found a stat online. Um, again, I'm not sure how much legs this is behind. It was reported by, by ArsenalDailyNews.com. Yeah, His so. net worth's £14 billion! <laughs> pounds. It's, cra- it's, it's crazy. Obviously, we don't know if, that, if, that's, if that's the full legit stat or not, but based on what we found... That's, that, I mean, that, that, that's a that's a number which has been put in the ether. Fourteen billion pounds, fourteen billion dollars. Okay, that's a bit less, but still, that's um that's insane. Like, okay, right. So GF Biochemicals is a company that extracts um le- levulin le- 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 I think it is. Uh, chemical acid from plants as a um as a replacement for petrol and diesel. Right? <laughs> How insane! This is this is a football player. That we're talking about here, yeah. like he is—he's founded this company. He's obviously put money into it. I always—I uh, always knew he—he he had this venture outside, but I didn't realize kind of like that the extent of it. I knew it was something scientific. How much money he was making? Yeah, for sure. Like he's a—he's a, a global powerhouse now. He's the, the Don. He is making so much money, and it's—it's—it's it's, it's amazing. Like his vision, like they want to be a leader in in biochemicals and and and, and the future yeah. of car like you know making how, how cars run it's crazy isn't it? on levulinic acid <laughs> so i mean it's just another little, a nice little point to highlight at the end i mean if you've got any opinions on any of these marketable footballers please do get yeah. in contact with us we've obviously we've got the instagram we've got the facebook we've got the twitter we've got the youtube comments we've got our emails you can Subscribe. dm us you please Rant about Jesse Lingard with me. I really <laughs> want someone to rant with Jesse uh, about Jesse Lingard. Uh, uh, I mean, to, to, end, to, to, to wrap this up this week, we've there's actually I think it's best if we do it. There's only four one actual games to predict at the moment yeah. because the the match the, the week split up. Um, so we will have a podcast coming out in the, in the midst of this. But but right now on Saturday the eighth and Sunday the ninth, you have four games yeah. um, being played because it's spread out a little bit more now. Um, there are four games to predict. We'll, like I said, the rest of them we will get back to you with the next podcast. But uh, Reese, Everton, Crystal Palace. I feel like uh, Everton and Palace both coming. Oh, Everton coming off a win. Palace coming off a loss. Um, you know where the momentum's lying. Um, I think Everton might have a slight advantage. However, I do believe that it's going to be a one-one. I'm putting two on Everton down. I want a bit of faith in Everton. Obviously, they're going to be delfless. <laughs> that's true but um i reckon i reckon, I reckon two and everton they're gonna they're gonna come come back from this, I, so. yeah i i do think that everton are starting to find their feet under under uh ancelotti uh, uh it'll only be in we'll, we'll see in enough time i guess what do you feel about uh brighton watford uh i think brighton have a, a very strong squad compared to watford uh, as we said earlier, Watford do have a strong side. They just don't work together. They got Delafeu, Ismaili Assar, yeah, um, who can who can score goals. So um, I think that Sheffield United have got this. Uh, I think it's Sheffield. Be... 
Not Sheffield, that's the next game. Watford Brighton. (laughs) Um, Well, in that case, I think it's going to be another draw, 1-1. I'm going to put Brighton down for a 2-0. 2-0 Brighton. I I, I don't think Watford have got the the legs. I reckon reckon Brighton are going to do it. Right, now on to the next game. Sheffield United. I think I was getting a bit too ahead of myself. Sheffield United against Bournemouth. That's going to be a good game. Yeah. Um, ah, I don't know. I don't know about this one. I reckon it's going to be nil-nil. Yeah? I don't think it's... I, I, think, I think they're going to counteract each other. I think that's a fair assumption, to be fair. Um, I, I think that uh, it's going to be uh, 1-0 to Sheffield United because of reasons I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just going to be a McBurney finish. That's it. What about Man City-West Ham? The final it's one gonna, we're going to predict. That's going to be ugly, isn't it? It's going to be 3-0 to Man City. I'm gonna put five nil. Five. I'm gonna. I, I reckon. I reckon. Moyes' head's gonna be rolling. Oh, in the words of Biggie Langston, three ain't enough, man. I need five. <laughs> Shucky ducky, quack quack. I have no idea what you just said, but well, yeah, five, it doesn't matter. The five, context is doesn't matter. Five nil. There we go. Five nil. So, if you enjoyed uh, today's uh, podcast, please make sure to subscribe. Uh, leave a comment, like, share with your fish or your friends. It doesn't matter which one. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Average Pundit, on Twitter at Pundits Average, and our email if you would like to get in with any business inquiries at the Average Pundits at Outlook dot com. Now, Joe, thank you for joining me today. Thank as you always, very much, mate. Yeah, uh, it's for been a episode seventeen, we look forward to next week's episode eighteen. Thank you very much for listening, and we are signing off for now. Goodbye. <laughs>